Hello and welcome to this journalism.co.uk podcast. I'm Andy Brimson and this week we'll be discussing the potential of blockchain technology for innovation in journalism. Journalism and making money are no longer synonymous. That's what Matt Coolidge, the co-founder of Civil, was writing on Medium in December 2017. Civil is a journalism platform on blockchain, connecting readers and journalists to set up a sustainable revenue model. You've probably heard about blockchain in the context of finance and cryptocurrencies, but the technology can be applied to other industries as well. With it, new data is added in a secure and transparent way, with cryptography playing a big part, and records are not regulated by any one higher power. For journalists, this means nobody can delete your stories, even if your parent companies go out of business and your site is taken offline, as well as having other benefits. Matt explains. Civil is a decentralized marketplace for sustainable journalism. What that really means is we are building a platform on which we want to connect um, buyers and sellers in any kind of traditional platform economy model. In this case, we're talking about readers and journalists. We are built on blockchain technology. Um, Our mission is journalism, pure and simple. Blockchain is very interesting for this model um, because it unlocks two fundamental business features for journalists, self-governance and permanence. When we say self-governance in relation to civil, we mean that there is an underlying economic incentive model that promotes good content while at the same time disincentivizing spam, trolls, bad actors, people that are actively trying to seed misinformation. It makes it prohibitively expensive and difficult for that kind of behavior to emerge on this platform. The community is generally incentivized to promote and produce good journalism. A lot of what we're doing right now ahead of our launch later this spring is working to recruit existing journalists with very strong reputations, with very strong followings from publications like The New Yorker, The LA Times, the former DNA Info, Gothamist, where we know that there's going to be a quality audience of civically engaged citizens that are very excited to see these people come together in a marketplace. Now, I use the term marketplace because Civil itself is not uh, a news publication. As I mentioned, we are the underlying platform that is going to connect these independent newsrooms, as they're known on Civil, with the Ethereum blockchain and these unique business models that it unlocks. The permanence aspect is is really interesting. Um, Being able to permanently archive content is understandably a very existential question that hovers over many journalists' heads. And I think looking at, in the US, last year's um, DNA Info Gothamist story, the fact that a billionaire owner suddenly decided that it was not a profitable, sustainable line of business and uh, very suddenly and unexpectedly to many decided to pull the plug uh, on the archives. And with that, eight years of great local journalism focused on the New York and Chicago markets were gone. It took a massive outcry from the community to just restore the servers that were saving that data. In a blockchain-based model, this type of phenomenon would be nearly impossible to achieve. Because of blockchain's decentralized nature, there is no one single point of failure. If you are saving data on on civil in the content management system as a journalist, you will have an option, which is quite literally just clicking a button in the CMS. Do you want to permanently write this text to the Ethereum blockchain? Yes or no? If you click yes, 
the text is automatically uploaded and sent out in a distributed ledger that lives across the hundreds of thousands of, of computers that might be running this blockchain. So they all have access to the same data to somehow change or delete a story in this situation, you would need to achieve consensus from 51% of the independent users in that network. So, you know, in essence here, we could be talking about if there are 1 million users worldwide, you would need to independently find and co-opt or coerce 500,001 of them. The amount of time, effort, and capital that would go into that process is, is again, nearly impossible, which means that as we say, for as long as there's internet, your content will live on in permanence. Civil received an investment of $5 million from Consensus in October 2017. It plans to launch its first iteration this spring, aiming to become a marketplace where newsrooms can be financially supported by readers, enabling the funding of quality journalism on a platform that doesn't serve any ads. But if you have blockchain to this mix, how complicated is it to get involved? And does it mean that if you want to support journalists writing on the platform, you'd have to use cryptocurrencies? We want to be what is connecting journalists to the blockchain, which unlocks some necessary aspects for this new business model that we're proposing. But for readers, it, it could be as simple as going to the New York Times website or um, BBC or any other website and experiencing news. We're designing a very intuitive, straightforward uh, user interface that you know, we'll have skinning across different newsrooms that run on the, the CMS so that you can have your own branding on there, your own identity. But the vast majority of, the, of, of readers that interact with Civil will not realize that they're interacting with blockchain technology. Our mission is journalism. Our goal is to make good journalism as accessible as possible for as many people as possible. To do so and to assume that a working knowledge of or passion for blockchain or cryptocurrency or anything else it would be anathema to our goal. We are trying to be as accessible as possible. So if you are going to an individual newsroom and you want to support them, if you want to pay for a subscription, you'll be able to pay in any currency you want, in US dollars, in euros, in Korean won, um, in ether, in Bitcoin, certainly in civil tokens as well. Um, but our goal is accessibility. So we refer to this concept uh, as the waterline. People that exist above the waterline are coming to Civil to read and support great journalism, and that's awesome. That's what we're here for, that's our mission. Below the waterline, you'll find the newsmakers and those users with governing power. To be able to govern, so challenge applications or vote on any decision-making actions going on the platform, you'll need to be a Civil token holder. The team behind Civil is still deciding how best to make the token available, but the goal is to make it costly enough to deter spammers or trolls from misusing it, but not too expensive so it becomes inaccessible. Civil tokens will be liquid. The idea here is that they're a utility token and they're necessary for the governance of this platform, but there are all kinds of um, decentralized exchanges where you can convert them to uh, traditional or fiat currency or other cryptocurrencies such as Ether or even Bitcoin. Civil already has some newsrooms and journalists signed up as part of what Matt calls the first fleet, such as Windy City Reporter, a daily alternative to the Chicago Tribune and Sun-Times that aims to provide everything a newspaper used to provide but no longer does. Or Drugged Up, reporting from hard-hit places mixed with policy coverage from Washington DC to Big Pharma headquarters. And Popular, 
which describes itself as an alternative news and culture publication written for those naturally sceptical of institutions and authorities. To become a member of Civil, an application and a deposit is required. If no token holder challenges your application with a number of tokens of equal value to your deposit within a week, you are added to the whitelist. Matt explains that the conversation the civil team has with media organisations and independent journalists when discussing their potential arrival on the platform has significantly changed in the past few months. Frankly, the evolution of the way these conversations have happened even over the past couple of months has been really interesting to see as both more journalists have signed on to civil, but I think more broadly and more significantly, greater attention is being shifted and, and focused on blockchain and the fact that it really is this massively exciting technology with nearly limitless potential. It is not just about Bitcoin or just about cryptocurrency. It touches anything from journalism to identity to real estate to healthcare. I think we're starting to see a bit more of a, a broad acceptance and understanding that there might be something to this whole blockchain thing, even compared to say four months ago. Our strategy right now with bringing on what we are calling our first fleet of journalists to civil, um, is predicated upon an investment that we rose from our close partners at uh, Consensus Systems, who invested $5 million in capital in civil uh, in October. We have allocated $1 million of that specifically to go into a grant pool um, to recruit journalists to come onto this platform. Our, our core mission, as I mentioned before, is journalism. Blockchain is just an enabling technology that makes that happen, a very, very powerful one at that. Um, we, we see a different range of, of reactions from journalists depending on their familiarity with blockchain. Our core value proposition when we're going to speak to journalists is that we are trying to introduce a new funding model for journalism. We get very, very minimal pushback, as you might imagine, to that. There's, there's a lot of horror stories out there right now with the state of the journalism industry and how hard it is to find a new self-sustaining model. We're not pretending to have some sort of silver bullet solution here where we have it all figured out. I think it's every six months or so you see some story about somebody coming to save journalism. We are just saying, here's a new approach that we're very excited about. We think there's a lot of potential here. Do you want to join us? I think once you get beyond that initial conversation and the inevitable why comes up, or again, some people are actually quite familiar with blockchain-based models and are very excited to start at the get-go. Others are intrigued, but understandably, cautious about jumping into a model that is predicated on a, a very relatively new technology that they may not have as much understanding with. But if Civil doesn't take a cut from the money readers pay to newsrooms or serve any ads, what are the team's long-term plans to generate revenue? Civil's nature as a decentralized marketplace um, means that each newsroom will live on regardless of the Civil media company. Our intent is to foster a really strong ecosystem around these, but Newsrooms that exist on Civil will be fully autonomous and, and running themselves and growing on this platform, irrespective of Civil. Our goal, first and foremost, is to establish a great marketplace for journalism. We envision a much larger ecosystem existing around this. So I talked initially about this token curated registry for journalists or newsmakers and getting on this whitelist. There's a scenario that we envision and that we are marching towards in which many, many registries exist on, on this platform. So it could be uh, if you're an application developer, there's community demand for a better tool to host podcasts. We can support registries to get application developers on here. It might be um, people that are just curating content from the network, almost in a Google reader type model. 
um, providing services and support for this much larger ecosystem of freelancers and others that want to come onto this marketplace, we see as an extremely viable, sustainable business model, and, and that will be Sybil's primary profit vehicle long-term. You've been listening to the journalism.co.uk podcast. Hi everyone, Caroline from journalism.co.uk here. Just before you go, I wanted to remind you about our next Newsreel Wide event at Reuters in Canary Wharf, London. We have tons of fantastic speakers lined up, ready to talk about their latest projects and the tools they've been using to engage with audiences in 2018. And we'd love for you to join us on the day. So get your diaries out, mark the 7th of March with a red marker pen and head to newsreelwide.com for your ticket. And if you're feeling like you could do with a bit of training to further develop your digital journalism skills, you can choose to attend one of two full-day workshops on the 8th of March with a Newsreel Plus ticket. Don't say we don't spoil you. Take care now and we hope to see you in a few weeks.